Hello, everybody. I'm Kariga. Welcome to Underlying Perceptions. And we're here to provide an underlying perspective today, but with a special guest on unhealed trauma, music, and a testimony. And, uh, you know, this person came all the way out to Vegas from high desert. You know, today's his Jordan year. Um, Y'all may know him by Jada Darkskin. You know, this man out here uh, has a testimony. He has a story. He has a journey. And I feel like today... We're going to go ahead and shed the spotlight on him for y'all to go ahead and get the real Jay, get the real underlying perspective. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to celebrate him today. So I just want to go ahead and sing a happy birthday song. You ready? Okay. Give me a beat, bro. Give you a beat? Mm-hmm. I'm not good at beats, bro. Oh, just give me something. Give me lunch table beats, man. Throw me a lunch table beat. Uh. Look, hey, hey, no, I'm just kidding. Let me not, let me not, let me not, let me not. I'm about to go ahead and turn the mic over to my boy, Jay the Dark Skin. Go it, ahead and let him know who you are, brother. Hey, man, it's Jay the Dark Skin. Are we, are we looking right here? Or? Oh, psh, you can look anywhere. You can okay. look here, you can look it's there. It's Jay the Dark Skin, Mr. Get This Bitch Jumping, a.k.a. Mr. Hello, Big 23 today. And I'm here with my boy, Kariga. You know what I'm saying? I just want to thank him for letting me come up and, you feel me, do my thizzle. Yes, sir. So we're going to get into it. Happy birthday, bro. Appreciate and I do appreciate you coming out here today, man. So we're going to get into some topics today, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I just want you, I just want to start the, you know, I just want to start today's segment. Let them know who Jada Darkskin is. Who is he? Man, it could go, it, it, it seems like a simple question, but Jada Darkskin is just, you feel me, to the eye, just a regular cool dude, you know what I'm saying? But it's more to it. It's just like I'm a, I'm a, a a real artist, you know, not just a rapper, not just, you know, yeah, like not a rapper. I'm a a real artist. I do poetry. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I I'm gonna turn your show up. Like you feel me? So it, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm a lot. And speaking of turning the show up, you did open up for Blueface. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Big shout out to Shanti Major too. She's an artist from out here. Um, she hit me up. And she gave me the opportunity to open up for Blueface. So, yeah, big shout out to Ashanti. Yes, yes, bro. So, and who is Jada Glow? I know that's another one. See, when I first started the Jada Darkskin and the Jada Glow thing, I wanted it to be like like the yin and yang. You feel me? Like Jada Darkskin, he's the shit talker. And Jada uh, Glow, he's just like, you feel me, the more positive, optimistic side. You know, the deeper side, just the real poet, you know, but... That's why it's like just I'm just all of that in one. Yeah. But yeah, Jada Jada uh Jada Glow would be the more poetic side. Okay. You know, the more optimistic side, like I said. Okay. And how did you come up with your rap name, Jada Darkskin? Where did that come from? Um, let me see. How did I come up with Jada Darkskin? Okay, because like, you know, just as dark skins in general, when we were younger, mm. nobody really they didn't really fuck with us, you feel me? Till like 2016. But, you know, I like my skin color, you know, regardless of the jokes and stuff like that. So I just kind of owned it. You feel me? Like, you feel me? My name Jay, and I'm dark skinned. So Jay the dark skin. I used to just post pictures like, Jay, your favorite dark skin. Mm. And I'll go up, you feel me? And once I started just owning like my color and stuff like that, they start fucking with it. Now, now I see everybody on Instagram, whoopty whoop the dark skin. These are the dark skin. You feel me? So it's like, they fucking with it just because I fuck with my color and everybody else. Now they can do the same. You feel me? Yes. Embracing your complexion. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all. That's right, bro. And, you know, um, 
you 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 know you you hit a nail on the coffin. You know, uh, colorism is a thing, especially within the black community. Yeah, colorism is definitely a thing. So for you to go ahead and you know speak on how you're you're embracing your your complexion, you know, um, that's something to empower. You know, that's empowering. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's also empowering the others that may feel the same way about their complexion. Right. So you know. Uh, for you to do that, bro, that, that, that's a beautiful thing. Appreciate it. Um, what is your thoughts on colorism within the black community? It just... Be it, real. It got to stop at some point. Like, you know, just we're all black. You feel me? Like, you could be light-skinned, brown-skinned, dark-skinned. Shit, you could be albino. At the end of the day, we're all black. You feel me? So right. it's like, why hate on this person? Because they're lighter or darker. You feel me? Right. So, and, I, it, it never made sense to me. It yeah. never made sense to me. So And I know I know as a black man you have you know faced stigmas, you know. Um what kind yeah, of what, sure. what stigmas have you faced that you, you know that find, that you find prominent to happen in your life? Um like as far as colorism? Uh yeah, yeah. Being a black man, for sure. Oh, just a black man in he, general? In general. Uh, a lot. Like I could be in a store and they just, you know, people following me around and stuff like that. And I'm just, you feel me, it's just me and my boy. And we're getting followed and stuff like that. But you feel me? We're not stealing or nothing. Yeah. But you, the same old, same old, just getting judged just off of your skin. Yes. And you know, the crazy thing about that, too, is that um, colorism is a thing that is not just nationwide, but worldwide. You know, yeah, like sure. you can even look into Mexico and how um, darker uh, Mexicans and Hispanics, you know, they deal with prejudices more than, you know, the lighter skinned Hispanics and Mexicans. Yes. Same with Dominicans. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Same sure. with Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Um, even, in, even in the Middle <laughs> East. So, you know, these, these stigmas, they, they happen a lot to a point where, it, you know, it causes a type of anxiety in this yeah, world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, speaking more on to that, uh, let's go ahead and get into your testimony, uh, Jada Dark Skin. You know, the, the man that has a powerful message behind a lot of his music and a lot of his poetry. Yeah. You know, um, in your bio, you stated you're a sickle cell warrior. Yeah, 22. 23 well, years. Well, 23 now. Yeah, yeah. 23 years, just, man. Speak on it. Um, Just like, well, you know, the doctors, they told my mom, like, well, he has sickle cell and stuff like that. And so, you know, she was, of course, she was tripping. She was sad, crying and stuff like that. But um, it, it's a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, just... As a kid, like, you want to go out and you want to play basketball, you want to play football and soccer and all this other stuff, like everybody else, but you have to limit yourself. You can't really – the doctors will tell you not to play contact sports at all. Yeah. But, um, you know, me, I've always tried to keep up with everybody else. You know, I always push my body, and, like, it's a pro and, pro and a con to it because it's like, okay, sometimes I can hang with everybody, but – there's a bigger consequence at the end of the day if I do too much. Like, mm. if I overexert myself, I'm going to be in a hospital. Okay. And so, like, uh, you know, just, like, say it was snow or something. Yeah. I can't really I can't really go outside and play in the snow. Damn. You feel me? I mean, well, it's getting better now, so you feel me? I'm able to do so. But just as a kid, my mom, she would, like, get a bucket of – she would get a big bucket. She'll put some snow, and she'll put it in the tub, and I – you know, I could play with it like that, but it's still, like, it was thoughtful. So, you you know, I'm appreciative of that. But it's just, like, you still want to go outside and, you know, live your life and play with everybody else. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just, it hinders a lot. Now, it hinders a lot. that's the traumatic experience for you. Yeah, Brad. but there's a, 
there's like uh, treatments for it now. Okay. You know, not necessarily cures or whatever. I heard there was a cure. I think it was like the bone marrow transplant. Okay. So you feel me? I'm gonna do a little more uh, research on research that. on that. Do my little homework or whatever. But yeah, there's treatments for sure. Okay, that you're gonna be looking into. Yeah, for I'm sure. actually getting one of the treatments. I forgot what it's called. It's like Advaki or something. Mm. But you have to go monthly, you know, to the doctors or whatever, and they'll, you know, put it in you or whatever. And it's supposed to, like, uh, subtract the. Um, the pain crisis. Okay. You feel me? So, yeah. But living with sickle cell, it's not impossible, but there will be challenges. You know, and, um, you know, you had a video <clears throat> earlier on your Instagram that showed, like, you in a yeah. bed. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, know, it's like two of them. Two yeah. Of them. Powerful video, by the way, y'all, because, you know, this is a, this is a young black man, um, you know, f- Pretty much fighting for your life, fighting yeah. to survive, you know, yeah. every Real step talk, of the way. It, yeah. It's a form of cancer, bro. Like, yeah. so, you know, it's like, it really is a serious subject, like, you know, so. And is and did you know that it's very prominent in the uh, black community? Uh, yeah, Super later on, I found that out. Mm-hmm. I found that out later on. Yes, bro. Uh, you have, tell me what song this is from. Are you ready? All right, go ahead. All right. It says, sticking a nigga with needles at the urgent care. Crazy how I'm there more than niggas working okay, there. Come okay, on. What's up with that? That stuck. There's a lot for hello. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I think that's like the second to last track. I don't know. But yeah, that stuck. There's a for sure. Yeah, that, cir- that second verse went hard. And that's where I felt like, you. that's where I really got to know who Jay really was yeah. from that and second like, verse. After that, I just kind of went into lean. More into, like, you know, just educating people, like, you know, or just getting it out there, like, you know, this is real stuff. So, you feel me? But also make it sound hard at the same time. For sure. Oh, you got a delivery for sure, bro. And your lyrics, they're powerful. You know, I I, I listen to music and I love beats. Trust me. The beats catch my attention. Lyrics catch my attention more. In my opinion, the lyrics and then it's the beat. And, um, you know, listening to your songs is like... You know, you got some, you got powerful messages there that if people really are in tune with your lyrics, they get to know who Jay yeah, really is. That's and, love. Like if you really listen, you're gonna catch something. Yeah, and that bar alone was like, you know, that's deep. Like being in the hospital more than niggas yeah. like that's a yeah, <laughs> if, like, if that ain't yeah. a bar, y'all, like I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, then got, um uh, water? Yeah, you can have mine, bro. Okay, I appreciate it. Yep. And um you also had made a statement recently where you say dealing with pain can make you an accidental addict. Speak on that, bro. Yeah, uh, all right. So basically, it's just like, um, you know, you have this disease or whatever, this life-threatening disease, and you're in and out of the hospital constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, And, you know, to treat these pain crises, you're going to need more than ibuprofen and, you know, stuff like that. You're going to need, like, real strong medications. And they're opioids and stuff like that, so it's like, They'll warn you, too, like, you can get addicted to such and such. Yeah. But, you know, once they give you those um, IV uh, meds or whatever, you just, it's like, it takes the pain away. Mm-hmm. So it really works, you feel me? But you, like, you, your body just ends up craving that mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, you feel me? I've caught myself coming home from the hospital and just thinking about, like, you feel me? Oh, like, what was that they gave me? Like, you feel me? It had me feeling good. Yeah. But that's why it's important to just stay on top of whatever's, like, whatever you're dealing with so you won't have to just keep going back because, like I said, you can get addicted. It's yeah, super easy. Super easy. And do you find that to also take a toll on, like, your mental health after a while? <clears throat> Most definitely. In what form, man? 
just because you know once you take all these medications, it causes um, chemical imbalances. Yes. So, just you know, all these pills and stuff, and yeah, you can start. Uh, they're like minor hallucinogens. Okay. You feel me? Yes. So yeah. it's like, you know, you could be tweaked out or paranoid, and you ain't even like pop no pill or nothing in a minute. But that's just a side effect that it can have. Right. Right. Me? So. And, you know, just to self-disclose, too, is like, uh, you know, I uh, dealt with insomnia myself and mm-hmm. going into the sleep medication. Or if you just need to go to sleep, yes. sometimes you, you could, it's easy to get caught up in it because it's like, yes, okay, I may not be in pain right now, but mm-hmm. I just need some rest. Yeah. And it's like, you know. At any point in your life, have you found that to be like a coping tool in, in, a, in a sense? Like, Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like just... Um, Say you could get into it with like your family member, you know, your significant other or something. Yeah. And see me, I don't really smoke. So you feel me? It was just like that was my weed for a minute. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm just gonna take this and I'm gonna calm down and I'm gonna mellow out. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. So No, I I hear you. I hear you. But it could cause like real bad side effects, you feel me? And then like liver damage, all that stuff. So that's why you don't wanna just overdo it. You gotta have a balance, you feel me? It's a Libra in you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have yeah, that balance. Yeah, we just talking bro. about that. <laughs> you gotta have that balance. You know, you're right, man. Because like, it, it went from a point in time where I would take uh, a medication to try to, you know, help me go to sleep. Um, Ten milligrams being obviously the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, it, it worked in <laughs> yeah. the beginning. It's like, <laughs> right. let me take two of these mugs, right? And then three. And then yeah. after a while, then, you get what, used to it. Once you, your body gets immune, that's the scary part. Yes. That's why I said, like, it could turn you into an, an accidental addict because it's like, okay, this not doing it for me. I need two of these things. Yeah. Now I need two and a half, you feel me? Yeah. But then, you, like, that's why you got to catch yourself. Like, okay, I'm, I'm doing too much. Yeah. Get back to the water. Go exercise a little bit, you feel me? Yes. And then, you know. Nobody's gonna just cut it cold turkey. No. So that's why I just like you know, say if you was taking three, go back down to two. I'm not saying do it at all, but if this is what you're already going through, you feel me? Go from two and one and a half, and you know just back until you can finally just wing yourself off of it. Yes, bro. Exactly. It, it's a fight. Yeah. It's a fight. That's that's the way. That's an intervention tool, actually. That um. That we also utilize when I utilize with uh, some of the youth that had uh, addictions as well is that you're not to, you're not supposed to cut when you're dealing with substance use you're not supposed to cut it off all the way because the yeah. withdrawals go crazy and I've had a, you'll be I, like shaking and fetal position you'll be holding on to dear life yeah it's, it's, crazy. it's, it's crazy. um it's something that you just don't you can't your body can't do that you know what I'm saying because your body has been accustomed to these substances. So the best thing to do is just to reduce it That's what I'm to saying. where it yeah. can hopefully reach to zero. You it know? is a real issue because, you know, nowadays in rap is glorified. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't necessarily it. try to, I don't necessarily try to glorify it. It's more to like, just make people aware. Like, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if they'll hear me say something about like, Oh, I just popped the wooty whoop. You feel me? It's just like there's a reason behind it. You feel me? It's not just because like, oh, I'm bored or oh, it's cool. I see other people doing like, no, it's a reason behind it, like mm. a real legit reason. So, yeah. But you know, just popping them for fun, I wouldn't. You know, 
I mean, I have before. Yeah, yeah, I, you yeah. You know, I'm not gonna be no hypocrite or nothing like that. I had before, but I'm just saying it's not good. I'm, I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. You feel right, me? Right, right. No, I respect that, and you know, it, that's something people also need to realize too. Especially those that always talk about, yeah, you know, they're always rapping about drugs and not. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we never truly know the meaning behind it. All you do is you yeah. hear people, you hear. Well, I'm gonna be honest. They hear black men rapping about it, and they swear, "Hey, he's just an addict. He's just an <laughs> addict." And it's like, hell no, it's deeper than that. Honestly, yeah. I mean, you mean you heard my song Faith, bro? Like, yeah. you know, I even spoke on it. I, I think it's. I think when you have a message behind it. People are able to like kind of get an idea, like you know, uh-huh. your perception on it could be altered if you kind of like look yeah. deep beneath That's the why surface. I, don't really, I try not to judge nobody. You feel me? Yeah. Like, say you have a family member or a cousin who used to do this, that, and the third. Yes. As you get older, you like, okay, maybe they was doing it for a reason. Right. You know, right. Everybody's natural instinct is to just point the finger, like, oh, I don't want to be like him or her. Like, you feel yeah, me? Like, exactly. But you know, has anybody ever thought to like? Asked them, like, well, why did you end up like this? You mm. feel me? Come on. And it all reflects back to just mental health. You feel me? Just health in general. Yes, sir. So, you feel me? I oh, respect yeah. it. See, told you, man, this is knowledge right here. Like, <laughs> this is deal. a prime example of of the power of lyricism. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's, it's deeper than just trying to rhyme words. Like, no. Hip-hop is an art. You know? Yeah. Um and, and, you know, let's go ahead and, and, and talk about, like, uh, your poems, man. Because, you know, he's more than a hip-hop artist. Y'all heard him in the beginning. He's more than that. He's also a poet. That's another asset. I've been and, slacking on the poetry. I ain't going to lie. Like, I've I've been writing, but for some reason, I just, I don't know. Hey, man, you, you say you slacking on it, but you got uh, some memorable ones. Yeah. And one of them, I'm, I hope you remember, is called uh, I Think I Love You. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about that, man. What was the meaning behind that? Just the reflects back on the accidental addict thing. Like, you know, I made it seem like I was talking about a woman, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, the metaphor. The whole time. And then at the end of the video, I, I got the pill bottle, you feel me? So, yeah. Powerful uh, poem. I don't even remember how I got into that. Like, just because that was like, I want to say three, four, like three, four years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but just, yeah, like you think you need this substance, you feel me? But you don't need it. Yeah. You, you just, you feel like you do. Like you said, I think mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't know if this is. But yeah. Like, so I just wanted the wordplay to make it seem like I was talking about a woman. You did good, man. That's what I thought at first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie until, I, like, until it got more into the end. And I was like, damn, that, that was deep. Like the metaphor, the use of metaphors, you know. Yeah. Who influenced you in poetry? Like who influenced you to start writing like music in your poetry? You know. Where where do usually your influences come from when it comes to this type of art? What made me get into poetry? Yeah. Well, I know as far as rapping, like I know as far as rapping, it probably sounds corny, but on the rapping part, I like Dr. Seuss books. You feel me? I used to my granny used to make me read a whole lot when I was younger. <laughs> but um and I just I liked how he was rhyming every single thing. I'm like, oh, this nigga cold. Like yeah. you feel me? So, as far as rapping, it would be Dr. Seuss. I didn't know that he was <laughs> fuck, like a fucked up person. <laughs> you feel me? I have to find that out later on. But, you know, rapping Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Um, and as far as poetry, um, I don't know. I just like when people put stuff in a, in like a real poetic way. Like, it's just, 
We all I, I, I do have a homie though. He does poetry. He cold. His name is uh he goes by Braxton now. Okay. Shout outs Braxton. Shout yeah, outs he, Braxton. He, he put me on my first poetry uh gig or whatever. Okay. So maybe I did. Oh, was that the one where you was on the stage? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's that's a legendary one too. That's that's if you a fan of James Darskin, you would know about that poem. You were speaking on stuff that was uh that was actually uh manifested in 2020. Yeah. Or um <laughs> matter of fact, how I got into poetry, I just I really just tried it one day, like, I'm finna see if I can make a poem. Yeah. You feel me? Because I was already rapping. Um, so I just was like, at first it was like a joke, you feel me? Like, I'm finna make a poem, you feel me? Yeah. But I had made one and it was like really dope, you feel me? So after that I just kinda took it serious and then, you know. And made it into some. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, I'm going to read you another lyric. You tell me what song this is from, all right? Let's get it. My papa really gone. Shit is getting hectic. I can't even call his phone. Can't even leave a message. One thing I know is that your grandpa, a very prominent figure in your life, Mm -hmm, someone you love, cherish, you know what I'm saying? Um, Big John, you know? Yeah, for sure. Big John. Go ahead and... uh, Because I'm I'm, I'm actually named after my papa. I'm named after my dad, too, you feel me? But my first name, John, Yeah. that comes from my papa. Yeah. Um, but that that lyric right there, that's from Voices. Yes, yeah. yeah. Voices is a great song, by the way, bro. Beginning Appreciate to you. end, video is fire. Appreciate um, you. And you know, uh, I related with that song. The reason why I brought it up, these lyrics, is because I related to this song. You know what I'm saying? This song right here, uh, that that bar itself spoke to me because my grandfather, I I, I loved my yeah. grandfather before he left too, and you know he was very yeah. important to me too. So you know, I mean, uh, it's, I, like, how old were you when he left, man? Let me see, 2018. Recently. Like 19. Recently. Mm-hmm. And, if uh, I was 19, I was 20, but yeah. At the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, how how was you coping with that loss? Uh, I feel like I kind of... I don't know, I feel like I kind of ignored it at first. Why like, I didn't really, I feel like I didn't really have time to grieve. I feel like I had to be there for my mom and everybody else, like, you feel me, just, so, you know. Um, so you suppressed your emotions? Pretty much, yeah. Um, like, when we got the call or whatever, you know what's fucked up about it, though? What's up? Um, he was living with us, and he was fine. He was fine. And then, um... You know, a family member they flew him out to Minnesota. You know, and it's like, why would you? Why would you do that? And then so, when he went out to Minnesota, he ended up in the hospital. You feel me? Yeah. So he ended up like in a hospital in L.A. or whatever. He was just fine though when he was with us. And then so when he came back, uh, he was in a hospital in L.A. And at the time, I had to go to Long Beach for my doctor's appointments. Yeah. So after I come from my doctor's appointment, I go to visit him in L.A. And it was just like, um, like he couldn't remember me. Oh, like man. he couldn't remember me. So it was fucked up. Like he just, I don't know. Like he was out of it. Like Yeah. So you feel me? I kind of felt it coming anyway. But yeah, it just, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard, you know, like, you know, like, damn, my papa don't remember me. You feel me? Yeah. And that was the last time I seen him. Because, you feel me, a couple of days later, we had got that call. You feel me? Like, you feel me? So it was just like, damn. 
Yeah. But coping with it, yeah, I just, you know, I, at first I made sure my mom was straight or whatever. And then I kind of just, just, you know, whatever. That shit is tough, having to suppress your emotions and then still having to play the hero. Yeah. To try to save everybody definitely. else. Or... And I had to bring myself out of that. Like, uh, like how you was talking about compassion fatigue. Yeah, come on, speak about it, bro. Yeah. Just always being there for everybody, which is cool. Right. But balance. Balance is Thank very, I'm, I'm just now learning this, you feel me? Balance is very important. It is, and it's an ongoing thing, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, compassion fatigue is is one of those things that happen to those with big hearts, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you, it happens to those that are very emotional and sensitive people. I'm yeah. an emotional person myself, and uh, and I feel like with that aspect, um, my heart is always open to help others, and sometimes... I'm helping sure. so many people. I'm not taking care of myself or allowing yeah. myself, like you said, to grieve or to, to uh, just to be vulnerable. Yeah. Just to be able to, like, you know, not hold it in so you're not feeling weighed and, down. And sometimes it becomes selfish, you know, even if it's unintentional. Like, uh. I'm helping you all the time. Yes. You feel me? But when are you checking on me? Or you feel me? When are you looking out for me? You feel me? So... Um, and my girl told me about that too. My girl, she was like, "You do a lot for everybody." You feel me? So you know, reciprocity, just, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you speaking facts, if man? If they not reciprocating it, bro, then you know, just you gotta fall back. Yeah, just a little bit, you, you know? know, just a little bit. No, that's real. Focus and on yourself. You gotta help yourself before you can help everybody else. Hey, man. Damn, man, you came with the fuzz today, come on. Hello. You hear me? Speaking of hello, uh, let's go ahead and take a break from that. Let them know a little bit about your hello gaming, man. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, what's up with that, man? Let them know. Like, we, we, I see we you getting in the Twitching. Yeah, we getting in the, uh, we getting in the Twitch for sure. We still in the working process. Uh, you know, I got to find a little schedule. That's what I'm working on right now. Okay. I'm looking for a little schedule. So I'm, I'm thinking about, like, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yeah, okay. You feel me? Okay. Um, Shit, I got the camera now. Y'all just blessed your boys. So. <laughs> no you doubt. Me? I could do a little face reveal, you know, for the people that don't know what I look like. Yes, 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 and, yes. Um, yeah, we're going to get that going. Uh, Rocket League. Okay. Yeah, let them know the games you're going to be on, man. Let them know. Rocket League, you know what I'm saying? The little car soccer game. Uh, GTA. We could do RPs or whatever. Um, my homie Casper, he be doing that shit. That shit look dope. Yeah, and, shout um, out to Casper. Shout out to Casper, yeah, man. Um, let me see. Rocket League, GTA, Brawlhalla. Um, I'm going to get on my little anime shit. I'm going to do Naruto and okay. uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I'm a real fan of anime. You feel me? I'm not one <laughs> of these niggas who just, you know, talk about it because it sounds cool. But you know That part. Saying? Top three animes. What's up? Um, well, you know, I'm an old school, so I'm going to just be Give biased. Give it to him. I'm going to be biased. Give it to him. Dragon Ball Z off top. Let's go. Naruto, One Piece. I fuck with One Punch Man though. One Punch Man's hard, but people it's sleep just, on One Piece, man. Like they like yeah, it's a slow build it's up. So long, yeah, man. yeah. But, but it's really good. Yeah. But Dragon Ball Z is my favorite anime. Of all time. All time. Top tier. I'm telling you. It may not have the best storyline. You I could get that to Naruto, but as far as just squabbling, Dragon oh Dragon Ball Z. Z. For sure. They were throwing hands for days. Like sure. their every episode would probably be the same battle. Like Frieza's Seven fight episodes. <laughs> Seven episodes for one fucking you feel me? 
Seriously. Oh my God. I used to hate that as a kid. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, like, and then they fighting still. Like, all right. Nigga, I stayed up to watch this. Like, what the fuck? Dude? That oh, yeah. part. All right, man. I got another quote from a song. You tell me where this is from. I had to look in the mirror. I had to self-reflect. I had to love myself first. Can't I can't self-neglect. Speak on it. Um, and you say, what song is that? Yeah, what song is that? Self-reflect. Yes, you know sir. That's that's going to be on a project, Pain and Poetry, coming okay. soon. I don't know. Well, I'm not even going to say coming soon. Because like I said. Yeah, don't give nobody dates right now. I don't want to <laughs> nothing. You feel me? So just. But it's coming. Okay. But yeah, so self-reflect. That's going to be on Pain and Poetry. And that's when I just, um, where was I at in that time of life? Just growing. Yeah. Just growing. You was getting, um, uh, I think you was a father at the time, right? Mm-mm. My son wasn't even born yet. Oh, wow. See? But that's. But he, he was about to be. Yeah, yeah. He was about to be born. So, you know, that's why I just was like, okay, like, you know, I'm I'm finna have a son. This is bigger than myself. Like, you feel me? I, I got to make sure that I'm right. You know, because I have a little one that's, yeah. you know, finna be here. I mean, he's here now, but, you know, at the time. Yeah. And it was just like, just in general, you feel me? Even if I wasn't having a son, just, you got to take a look at yourself, you know, literally and figuratively. Like, just take a look at yourself and, you know, ask yourself, like, am I happy with who I am? Come on, You now. feel me? Yes, sir. And just be honest. Yeah. If you're not, that's cool. Just work towards it. Just take the steps, you know? Yeah. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's something that you. I ain't. heard from a wise man. Be real, not perfect. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> can I get a hello? Come on, hello. man. Facts, you know, be real, not perfect. And uh, shout just, out to Major, man. Yeah, yeah. fatherhood. Like, Daddy love you, son. Yeah, you a father now, man. Now, now that you're in fatherhood, um, life does alter uh, a lot, actually, you know. Yeah. Believe it or not, it does. Schedule. <laughs> Big out here like Bob the Builder. <laughs> like, no cap. How does it feel to be in the father, man? Like, It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And um, it's just, it's crazy. I was just about to ask. like, It's crazy. That shit. You've, like, seen, you've seen the life grow before you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's like, you feel me? You just get to... Do everything that you wanted to do as a child. Right. You feel me? With your little one. Yes. You feel me? And you want them to be better than you, so you're going to make sure that you do everything possible to do that for your loved one. And, you know, um, once again, and I'm always going to speak on that, and that's what my platform is for, um, being a black father. Yeah, black father at that. A black man, like, you Yes. And they don't a- look at you like, you feel me? Come on. You know, being a black father is very, 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 very leaders. important. Yes, leaders. We, we are. And the um, thing is, is that, um, you know, your child needs a father figure in his life. Sure. And he needs a, that, a male to That shit fucked up structure. a lot of, Come on. Speak a lot on of it, bro. kids, man. Actually, I got a, a bar from Put Us Through. Go, oh, go ahead. It's the open liner. It says, uh... I didn't see my mama get hit. That nigga pushed me too. Probably why I tolerate the shit you put me through. Okay, yeah. Um, just being breaking barriers, bro. Speak on it. Uh, my life is like a movie for real. You feel, or I should say, the movies are like my life. Come I on, I should say that. You feel me? Cause just all the stuff that you see in the movies and shit that's real talk. Like you feel me? How you think they got them ideas? Like just seeing your mom get. You know, hit or pushed and cussed out and stuff by, you know, different men and stuff like that. That's gonna fuck you up. Yeah, that's gonna fuck you up as a kid. 
you know, I'm like four or five. Yeah. You feel me? And I seen a nigga push my mom. You feel me? And of course I'm gonna try to help her, but the nigga way bigger than me. I'm five. So right, right, you know, right. he just pushed me off too. So it's just, you know, nobody wants to see that happen, but it, it really happens. Yes. You know. And uh I was speaking on like, you know, generational trauma and how, you know, for us to see the change, we have to be the change, right? Mm-hmm. And how your father wasn't the father that you wanted him to be, not the hero that yeah, you wanted like, to be, um, you know? You know, I'm not going to fully discredit him. Of course not, like, right? uh But just when I was younger, I just needed him there more. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, you know, hopefully we could talk about that one day or whatever. I know it's going to be crazy talk. But, you know, as I've gotten older, I've, I've also understood, like, perspectives and stuff like that. And just, you know, I see where both parties is coming from. Yeah. You know? Like my mom and my dad, so you feel me? Yeah. But yeah, we're uh, you know, we're going to re- grow in a relationship or whatever. But That's right. Yeah, just as a kid, I just need them near more. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, as well as everybody, you know, yeah. he's their father and their mom. You feel me? So. Amen. But just growing up, like, with all women, uh, like you're gonna be a gentleman. You feel me? But as far as just being like a man, you need a male role model. I hear that. Me? I hear that. And so, like, when I was younger, I feel like I was always chasing, like, a father role or, like, a big brother role. Like, you feel me? I mean, my brother's in there. You feel me? Like, you know, but I just, he lived in Long Beach and Bellflower and stuff like that. I stayed in Victorville. We moved to Victorville. Okay. But, like I said, you just, you're going to be constantly chasing that big brother role, that big homie role, that father role, you know? Yeah, yeah. And now you're a father breaking this chain. But, you know, now you you stepping in for your son, Major, showing him yeah. this is what a father is. You know, you're not – you you, you want to break that cycle. Yeah, for sure. You know, and um, sure. I want to commend you on that. Uh, being young, black father at that, mm-hmm. you know, you're on your Jordan year, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And Crazy. with this mindset that you have, man, it's, it's really, really powerful. And it's empowering to those of your fans and those that's tuning in to room service right now. Um you know, this needs to be heard, man. Like, definitely. You know, like, definitely. if y'all see Jada Dark Skin, y'all hear his music, and then you you watch this interview here, and you hear this young man speak, you get a, a perception, a whole yeah, story you behind his differently, music. Because I, when I first started, I, I did make. You go look at a real, shit. real nigga. I did make a lot of ratchet <laughs> shit when I was younger, but yeah, you feel me. That's why I'm trying to, you know, put the more positive stuff out there. I'm still gonna shit talk because, like I said, that's me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you get both sides, and I'm still true to both. You feel me, like? Yeah, no, that's real, bro. And you know, um, but once you really get to know me, though, you're gonna be like, okay. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying he's a solid kid, solid kid for sure. So what are you doing now to like keep your balance? Like what are you what have you learned on this journey to teach you how to keep your balance more and more? Like, as, you, as far as music or just life in general? In, in life. Um well, right now I'm focused on just like I said, just being a father, just being there. Um and I've learned to be there for myself now. Okay. You feel me? Yeah. So I wanna make sure that I have all my responsibilities knocked out first. Therefore, I can help everybody else and then, you know, of course, my son first and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'm just making sure I take care of me. Amen. That's what I'm on right now, just me and my family. You feel me? Let's go. And, you know, because 
Uh, again, touching back on the whole, uh, just being without a father in certain areas, I'm still, I'm learning how to be a man now. You feel me? Right. So I'm still taking my time to figure out what that is and just make my own definition of that. You feel me? Just like I said, taking care of my family and myself, making sure we good. So that's what I'm on right now. Yes, sir. And that's going to be an ongoing journey. You know, you're going to learn sure. every second. You learn every day. <laughs> every day, bro. Every day. Every day. And that's why I can't wait to, like, see what my son teaches me and what I can teach him. You feel me? Like, speak on it. Yeah, just, you know, because you could, age doesn't have no, uh, what am I looking for? Uh, you can learn. Basically, it. you can learn something from anybody of every age. You feel me? So, you know. Like I said, I want to teach him, and I want to see what he can teach me. But yeah, for sure, real. for sure. And I'm gonna spin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spin the wheel for you real quick. Okay, we got up in here. We got up in here. Shout out to Shariah. A big shout out. Big <laughs> shout out for hooking this up right here. Now that's a dope idea. Yeah, sure. man. It's She's fire. dope for that. She's dope. All right, go ahead. You can dig in there, get any uh, cards you want, read it to the people, and then answer it however you want to answer it, bro. Mm, it's a good one. And this is for just everybody? Yeah, this read it and then <clears throat> answer it how you want to. What is your perception about responsibility? Let them know. What's your perception on it? Uh, my perception. My perception. Um, I just look at it as, like, just getting what you need to do knocked out. You feel me? Like, if you need to... Graduate if you need to get your education and stuff like that. Go ahead and knock it out. That's your responsibility at that time. Mm. You feel me? You may you may be sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, whatever. If you need to go get a job, and get some money and whatever, that's your responsibility. Go ahead, just knock it out. You feel me? But we all need uh, responsibility. Yeah, and we all have our own. Yeah, you know, no matter what the age is. Mm. You know what I'm saying. My kid might need to do his chores or something. <laughs> that's his responsibility. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, just. So what you need to do, just knock it out and take care of it. And pick another card, bro. You you got that. You got the sauce. Go ahead and pick one more for the people, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, no, you straight. Mmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, which holiday has the most meaning for you and why? I like Christmas the most. Why is that? Just, well, I don't know. It's like I be torn between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, of course, as a kid, you know, you get all the presents and stuff and, you know, the movies and the cartoons and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, I just like being around family. You feel me? I like seeing everybody just elated and stuff like that. Just being around family and. Good vibes, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. But um, if I had to choose between the two, now that I'm older, I would say Thanksgiving. Yeah. Why you say now that I'm older? Is it is um Christmas not family oriented anymore? I mean it is, but it's just like, um, excuse me, just uh, well, 
as a kid, like I said, just the presence, you feel me? That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of all you care about for real. Like, let's just be real. Right. I can't sleep. I got to see what's <laughs> yeah, in there. Like, you feel me? I'll be up 3, 4 in the morning. Like, oh, like, I can't wait. Like, can we just open them now? Yeah. But, yeah, um, now I would say Thanksgiving because it's just, you know, you get to eat. You know what I'm saying? You get to eat and be around family. Like, what more could you want? Yeah. You feel me? And I, I know that's pretty much every holiday, but you really get to see, like, what you're thankful for. Yes. And, you know, in my opinion, that would be the family and the good vibes. That's right. You know oh, and always have a good time on Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Wow, man, I appreciate you answering those questions, man. Uh, those That's called uh, Things Left Unsaid, you know. Um, I would say, I would say, Jay, Keep doing what you're doing, bro. And likewise, and likewise. Thank you, brother. And and I like this. Yeah, this man. <laughs> I appreciate it. And just just know, like, while you're on this journey, man, um, it's always gonna be a battle, bro. Yeah. And you know, um, you know, that's you're, the good thing, though. That's that's what makes life exciting. That's, that's thing, what though. makes you know what life like, exciting. This shit is a game. <laughs> like, like it's not a game, but it's a game. Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like It could be squid games, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it could be squid games, you know? You feel me? <laughs> and regardless, I'm going to play it. Like, yeah. you feel me? Like, you know, we need challenges. That's how we become better people. You feel me? Like, imagine if life didn't have no challenges. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Life would be boring as hell. There would be no testimonies. Yeah. There would be no... Beautiful stories and you feel me? Yeah. It's just boring, like you said. The struggle makes it, you know, yeah, makes there's, you. There's beauty in it the shapes struggle. you. Yeah, it's beauty and there growth. Really is. Really <laughs> is. That's real. That's real. Any upcoming projects, man? Uh, painting poetry. Okay. You know what I'm saying we're gonna really get deep. You know, I, I threw like little uh, hints and stuff in my music or whatever, but. No, we're going to really get into it. Like, we're going to really get into it. Like, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready for that, man. I would tell you the topics, but it's a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> we, we going to let us wait for it, man. Yeah, let us wait for poetry, it. Uh, and then Jay songs. All right. I can't sing, but <laughs> you feel me? I like to have fun with my craft. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'll be harmonizing here and there. And, you know, it sounds decent and I like it. You feel me? It's my music. That's That's another thing that I learned. Like, I don't have to make music for everybody. That part. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you want everybody to like it, but you just got to be real with yourself. Not everybody's going to like your music. I don't even like some of my music. Mm-hmm. I go back and like, I'm like, I really said this. Like, what the fuck? Why other people are hyping you up? Like, yeah, this is gas. Like, I'm like, no, it's not. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> this shit. That's just the artist of you, man. Yeah, but <laughs> J-Songs is going to be a little uh, five-song EP where I'm like singing and stuff. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Painting poetry and J songs. J songs probably gonna come first, since in, since it's an uh, EP. Okay, okay. Give them something, something smooth, something you know, vibe out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it because uh, I'm talking about like all Airbnbs going up. <laughs> uh, shoot, even barbecues and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be dope though. It's yeah, it's dope for sure. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for J songs. And I'm definitely waiting for painted poetry. I, I I can already I can already tell this is gonna so be. I'm waiting on it too, shit. man. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't written in a minute. Come on, man. It's gonna be your best stuff, man. For sure. Yeah. I, that's why I said I just want to take time with it and make sure, like, okay, this is official. Yes. It's official. 
Well, we're about to come to an end to the show. So, you know, before we end, man, uh, let everybody know where they can find you and give your shout-outs to your people, man. All right. You can find me at Jada Darkskin everywhere on every single platform. That's J-A-Y-D-A Darkskin. Um, shout out to my mom, of course. Shout out to you. Shout out to my brother in there. Can he come in? Now? Yeah, bring bro, bro in here, please. Hey, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Pull up. But yeah, big shout out to just my family, everybody, my friends, supporters, whoever, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Come through, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, ski. Yeah. It's the nigga who turned me into a savage, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> it's Go my ahead. big brother right here, man. Give him the mic, man. Let him introduce himself to the people. What's going on, everybody? They go by Sosa Lee. Uh, everybody just call me Lee for the most part. That's my little brother, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. my guy right here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's love. And I just want to go ahead and say thank you to everybody tuning in to Underlying Perceptions. You got a great underlying perspective from my brother Jay. Um, happy birthday once again. Once again. You know, uh, it's your Jordan year, yes, so sir. turn up. You Big know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big 23. And um, I just want to let y'all know before we close out, just be real. You do not have to be perfect. And remember, that's the mantra to live by because at the end of the day, we all – have a journey, we all have a testimony, and we all just trying to live our lives. If you're trying to be perfect, you're going to be trying forever. Forever. So, so be real, not perfect. <laughs> Amen. Thank y'all for tuning in. Signing out. For sure. Hey, thanks for having me, bro.